Welcome into the 204th episode of the Young Terps podcast, Mason Viner and Jack Rothenberg. Jack, it is Big Ten tournament time. Terps get lucky. Penn State drops two. Maryland able to win one out of their last two games, and that allows the Terps the 10th seed. They avoid the first round, which was last night. Maryland and Michigan State tonight. Uh, Back-to-back games against the Spartans. Maryland starts off terribly on Sunday, Jack, but they make it a game late. What are you expecting out of the Terps with the 10 seed in the Big Ten tournament? Yeah, as you said, on Sunday, it wasn't a great game. They were able to battle back in the end to make it seem a little closer than it was for the majority of the game. But as a 10 seed in the tournament, they'll face Michigan State again. And I'm hoping for just a close game and a chance at the end. I think a lot of what March is about is players making plays. And I think Maryland definitely has a couple players in Bats Russell, Eric Ayala, Dante Scott, who give it a chance at the end of a the game, they can make a play and maybe send the Terps to the next round. So I'm hoping for a close one, get down to the last couple of minutes, and hopefully Maryland's players can make plays and best the Spartans. Yeah, Maryland has got to be better in the post. They've now played two games uh, close with Michigan State. Or, you know, they, they had a shot in East Lansing. They did come back and make the game a lot more respectable in the way they started being down 18-1. to they need more out of their post players. In both games against the Spartans, uh, Caduce Wahab and Julian Reese have not had the best game. Uh, on Sunday, Wahab gives Maryland 17 minutes, four only four rebounds and six points. Uh, all four of those were offensive rebounds. He gave Maryland zero defensive rebounds. Julian Reese, 15 minutes, two for three shooting, gives the Terps seven rebounds, two on offense, five on defense, only puts up four points, picks up four fouls. Those two guys need to be better. Um, I, you know, they, they just have not really gotten it done throughout this year. I've been really disappointed in the season that Wahab has had. He's shown flashes. Reese has just looked like your prototypical freshman in this conference. It's really tough to be a big man with all the veterans around college basketball right now. But Maryland's going to need more out of those two guys. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think something that was big in the first game, obviously Maryland was at home versus this past weekend when they traveled to East Lansing, I think Maryland, they got to the free throw line 20 times the first matchup as opposed to 12 the second. So I think that could be a big factor in this one as well. I think for a team that hasn't been shooting the ball great from three-point range this entire season, I think getting the basket and drawing fouls could be a way to, to get some offense going as well. Yeah, it, you just brought up three-point shooting in the first half. Maryland was one for 15, nine for 32 from the field, one for 15 from three. Shoot seven of 14 from three in the second half, which allowed them to get back into the game, 15 for 29 overall. But when you look down the totals line, the team under 40% on the game from the field, under 30% from three, they make 11 of their 12 free throws. So that's fantastic. But you're just not going to win games, especially in March with shooting like that. You know, Tom Izzo is a great coach when it comes down to this. Danny Manning. Uh, he's got a shot here to, I think, really show what he's been able to do for these kids and this and this team if they're able to win a game or two. Uh, looking at the tournament overall, you know, Maryland's in that 10 to 7 spot. If they win, they'll play Wisconsin. I'm not very hopeful about that matchup. Jack, what's your thought on a possible Terps Badgers uh, Friday night matchup? Yeah, that definitely wouldn't be ideal for Maryland, but it's it's the path to to March Madness if they want to keep going. But Mason, I have a question. If, if Maryland's going to keep advancing, obviously I was talking about earlier that if they can find a way to get to the end of the game and 
hopefully a player will push them through. Who do you think an X factor is going to be for Maryland in tonight's game if they hope to pull off the upset? Yeah, I think that guy is going to be number 10 for the Terps, Julian Maurice. Uh, he's shown flashes to be able to step out, be a stretch four, and play very well in offense. Uh, that was more in the middle of the season. Recently, I think Reese has been in a little bit of a slump. If he can get out of it, I think Maryland uh, has a much better chance to not only win this game, but the next game. If you remember, uh, Maryland played a one-point game in College Park against Wisconsin. They did not make the return trip this year to Madison. So that's the game that we have to go off of. Maryland had a shot there at the end. They didn't get a shot off. But I really think it's guys like Julian Reese. If you had to give me another one, I would say it's Kudus Wahab. One of those two guys has got to step up and be the X factor. I think Reese gives you more on offense, more ability to play a little bit of five out, get Xavier Green in there, kind of playing that Daryl Morsell role at the four. So if Reese can step up big for the Terps, I think they can have a big tournament. Same question to you, Jack. Who do you think needs to step it up for the Terps? Yeah, I definitely agree to down low with Wahab and Reese. They they could be a big X factor for the Terps, but I'm going to go with Akeem Hart. I think Ayala and Russell have been steady offense for the Terps the last couple games at least, and Scott's been pitching in a little, but Hart's, Hart, especially in the two games against the Spartans, he hasn't gotten in double figures. So I think if he can provide some timely offense, knock down a, a couple big threes, I feel like that could be big for the Terps. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Hart seems to be the guy, and when he's had good games, the rest of the team has seemed to pick it up. Jack, looking at the whole picture of the tournament, things getting in full swing today. Indiana and Michigan will get, in my opinion, the the main part of the event kicked off today at 1130 uh, in the morning. Games are all on Big Ten Network for today, uh, and I believe tomorrow before it flips over to CBS on Saturday. Looking at the bracket, Jack, who's your team to look out for? Who's your pick to win the Big Ten tournament uh, going into day two? Yeah, as you said, just for looking at today, I think that Indiana-Michigan game is obviously the biggest game. Indiana needs to win that game if they want to keep their hopes alive. But I think I think my team for the tournament is going to be Purdue. I think they, they've they been playing well recently. They got a pretty good draw with Ohio State. I don't think that – Ohio State's been playing their best basketball as of recently, who they would be playing in their first-round matchup. But then, obviously, from there, I think in any semifinal matchup, you're going to be facing a tough team in the Big Ten. Top four seeds is Illinois at one, Rutgers at four, and at the bottom half of the brackets, Wisconsin at two, and Purdue at three. So I'm, I'm going to ride with Purdue. How about you, Mason? Yeah, I think there's one popular pick, uh, which is Iowa right now. The way that Keegan Murray is playing and the way that Fran McCaffrey has had his guys playing coming down the stretch. They've been very impressive. The team that I like the most at this point uh, is going to be the one seed. I think Illinois has shown they have both the scoring and the dominant big man uh, to be able to win in the regular season. But I think this is a big tell for what Coach Underwood and his squad's got going. If they can make it past, they're going to play a desperate team, whether that be Michigan or Indiana, Jack, that matchup that you just mentioned today at 1130. They're going to face a team that's really hungry for a win that needs to make that last statement for their tournament resume, especially Indiana, if they make it to that point. From there on, Rutgers or Iowa, Illinois just played a great game against Iowa to wrap up the season. The Illini topped that one and got their first conference win since 2005, which was a magical season for the Illini. I really like that Illinois team coming in, uh, but I agree with you. I think Purdue being first in the conference and first in the nation at some points this season is looking to really prove something uh, here and, and make a run in the Big Ten tournament so they can show that Matt Painter can actually put together a team in March. 
overall, I think we're in for a great couple of days of basketball, not only in the Big Ten, but around the country. Yeah, and we've been talking a lot about guards in in Big Ten play, and I think guards in general in in March, I think that's a big part of it. And then also when you have bigs, that's why I'm riding with Purdue. They've they've got Jaden Ivey, and then they have good size down low, Zach Eady and Caleb Williams, which is why I think they're my pick. But uh, Rutgers is also another team to watch out for. They have Ron Harper Jr., who's been playing unbelievable lately. Uh, Geo Baker is also another guy for them that's been playing well. So I think – in March, you got to watch out for the guards and the big men. I think a lot of teams in the Big Ten have both. Yeah, a lot of these teams, I think, look really good at this point. Um, when you talk about being built for March, the Big Ten struggled to put teams out in March that have done well uh, over time. And, and that's that's one of those things that I think they have a couple teams. You mentioned guys like Ron Harper. We have a couple players throughout this conference that I feel like are more built for March than we've seen in the past. We'll see how it plays off. So I was checked back into TurpTalk.com for our coverage post game today after uh, possibly the end of a really disappointing season for Maryland. And we'll be back here on the podcast as things play out in the Big Ten tournament. Jack, uh, any last things to watch as Maryland looks to try and start a tournament run? Yeah, for Maryland, I think that it's been a very up and down season. If they can just put out one, at least one good last effort, I think that's all we can ask for. And, well, I forgot to do this, but what's your prediction for the Terps uh, today, and, and how far do you think they make it in the tournament? I'm going to ride with Maryland tonight. I'm going to go a Maryland win 73-68 to 68 against the Spartans, and then I think if they were to advance, they'll, they'll take a loss against Wisconsin. What about you, Mason? Yeah, I got to agree with you with the general pattern. I think it's really tough for a team, especially two teams that have played close games, to finish it off. Uh, winning three times against the same team in a season is a really tough feat, not one that I think Tom Izzo's squad has in him this year. Maryland takes it tonight. I'll go with a similar score to you, Jack. Uh, the Terps win 68-67 to 67 against Michigan State tonight. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to go with, I think, it's, uh, I think it gets ugly uh, on Friday night. I think Maryland gets dropped by Wisconsin uh, by 15-plus. I hope not. Not a big Wisconsin basketball guy myself, but I would love to see the Terps upset the Badgers. Just don't see it happening this year. Uh, and Maryland caps it off a 16 and 17 year, a losing year, something we have not seen for Maryland uh, in quite some time. And with that, that will wrap it up for this episode of the Young Terps podcast. As always, thanks for listening. Go Terps. Hopefully give us something to cheer for here in the Big Ten tournament. We'll be back on the Young Terps podcast, either recap the season or give a look ahead at what Maryland has going for him in the Big Ten tournament. And as always, thanks for listening.